You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. That's out of context. That's not really what we're talking about. And they're doing it on their own. They're not being manipulated or, or, or convinced. I just was following other people's advice. I don't know what happened. You know, oh, f*** that. Hey everybody, how you doing? Welcome to an impromptu, unscheduled live stream. Had a target of opportunity, thought I would uh, fire up the gear and hang out with everybody for a little bit. So hopefully you're doing okay. Let me just start out with, welcome to Break the Cycle with DSD. I am your host, Dwayne. I am not a therapist, nor am, I am, nor am I an attorney. I'm just a regular guy who's gone through a difficult difficult situation where I develop some tips and techniques that help save my life that I share with you to help you get your life back, minimize the effects of a toxic ex, and if you have children to help bridge the gap, get them back on track, and uh, try to minimize just all the damage that's going on. Remember that only a licensed professional can diagnose somebody with a personality disorder. So although you may want to, you may want to take your bony little finger and go boop right in their eye and say, I know what you are. Just don't do it. It just isn't worth it. You hurt your own credibility when you go around and you're like, oh my God, I figured them out. They're crazy. They have a personality disorder. It hurts you. Learn about it. Learn the, learn the traits. Learn specifically what you can do to mitigate those traits and focus on getting your life back. If you like what's going on here, whenever I do finally post a video or do a live stream, become a channel member. When you do, you get special badges, custom emojis, your names listed in the credits, and access to member-only events, and specifically a member-only Discord where I share more private stuff that I don't put anywhere else. So consider doing that. It really helps out. Even the, even the lower tiers help. If you want to get notified of a live stream or anything that goes on that's kind of when it's unscheduled, sign up for the SMS notification, the text notification, and you do that by just texting DSD Live to 1-844-598-0012. When you do that, you'll be added onto the list and you'll get a message directly to your, to your device with the link to the show. Unfortunately, it only works in the United States and Canada, so if you're outside of, the, of that area, then the, the fallback is always to subscribe to the channel, ring the bell notification, click it to where you select all notifications. So hopefully YouTube will tell you whenever they post the video. And if it still works, I have the phone line open tonight. You can call in at 1424-373-5483 or 1424-DSD-LIVE. All right, guys, how is everybody doing? It's been a long time, or it feels like it's been a while since I've been able to get on here and chat with you. The first thing I will will do right off the bat is I will say thank you so much to Maconia, who did a super sticker, which is a pair character, uh, stretching his arm forwards, raising his thumbs up. <laughs> Thanks so much for that. I appreciate it. Uh, I always, I, you know, I always get a kick out of just reading these things. I actually like your, your avatar picture with the horses. I hadn't noticed that before. So thank you so very much. We got a handful of people here. Like I said, I don't expect a lot because of uh, the the weird time and and you know impromptu and no notice. So uh, I did post. Uh, I, what did I do? I I sent out the text notification. 
I also did the uh, Discord. Uh, if you're a member of the Discord, I put a notice there with the link. Uh, probably the best way is just a text though. So hopefully you guys are, are doing well. Hold on a second. Oh, let's see who we got in, in here tonight. We've got the wise chat manager, Maconia. Uh, our, uh, Rye Shines, excited to catch you live. Well, glad you could catch us. That's awesome. Uh, Maconia says I'm on time. That's pretty funny. What's the topic? Uh, I don't really, I, I don't know. So if someone has a, a, a recommendation for a topic, I got a couple of things I was thinking about, but um, we'll just we'll just play it by ear. Uh, John is on, says, hey, Dwayne. Hi, all. Hi, John. Um, T Solo. Jonathan. Hey, man. I hope you're doing okay. I haven't seen you around in a while. Uh, so hopefully I haven't chatted with you in a while either. So Randall. Let's see. Although I haven't seen it yet, at least you and this channel have given me reason to keep looking for it. Awesome. Well, you know, it's kind of a weird thing because I get... Like the milestone. Well, okay. So, uh, let's see. How do I pull this up? Let me uh, let me hit this. The uh, I'll go back over here. So I did break thirty five thousand. Yeah. Hold on. Let me do this. That major milestone. That elusive milestone that finally finally crept up. But it's kind of bittersweet, right? Because in some or not in some ways. I mean, it's it's great to grow a channel. It's great to uh, to have that. Uh, the part that's not so great is that 35,000 people or over 35,000 people have been troubled enough with what they're going through where they found solace and uh, comfort in this channel and hit the subscribe button. So like I said, it's, it's bittersweet, definitely bittersweet. So let's see, let me look at what else is going on here. I think I scrolled down. All right. Let's see. I'm trying to look through everything because I it scrolled like it tends to do. Jamie says separating currently. Well, you're at the hard part of this when it first starts. But what I will say is it's hard, but things after time get better. The one thing I just want to say is a lot of people don't qualify what that means. So you think, or like what I thought. I thought, okay, you know, a few months, I'll be over this. It'll be great. I'll get my life back and it'll be just, I can put this behind me. You know, two and a half years later, I felt like I was crawling out of a war zone. So Jamie, if you, if it feels like, like the walls are caving in, just know that things do get better. It does take time. Doesn't it, it healing doesn't happen overnight. And give yourself the time to heal and uh, from all this. And, and then you'll be one of the success stories that'll come back and talk about how, how great things are and how even though it was hard, you really, you know, you push, persevered and, and got to the other side of this. T. Solo says, finally caught the live show. <laughs> That's awesome, considering that it was like completely no notice. So, uh, oh, Jamie says, why are narcissists so sneaky? Let's see. Let's see if I can call that down into a, a small answer and not an hour answer. The, the thing is, is that they, by their nature, they know how to play games. And they're primarily their main game is establishing and maintaining a facade. 
So they know how to read people. They know how to morph to be the person that whoever they're around is expecting. And uh, it comes second nature to them. And it's so bizarre because most people don't think that a human would do that, that you don't expect it. You think that if someone's being genuine, honest, they're telling you really what they mean. And when they say that, that the moon suns and sets, rises and sets around you, and you are the most important thing in the world, you believe them. Why wouldn't you? Why would you think that, they are, that they're lying to you? And then whenever the shoe drops and the mask falls, the fog lifts, you're left going, holy crap, what exactly have I just experienced? And you start saying stuff like, why are narcissists so sneaky? And that's the short version of that. So, all right. Aunt Miami Babe says they have court next Wednesday. Send your prayers. Well, we will definitely keep our thing, our fingers crossed. I know you guys have been going through a, uh, a difficult, tumultuous, if I said that correctly, time. Hopefully, going to court, you'll get some recourse to it and start calming things down a bit. And hopefully, you guys don't completely lose. If I remember correctly, the ex is wanting to move out of state. Anyways. Ooh. I don't even know how to say that. How, how to say your name. So I'll say Node. It says, how about anger management while dealing with a narc? This is what I'll tell you. Whatever you can do to help you maintain your sanity, your composure, to be able to not take the bait and fall for their traps, do it. So if you're having a lot of problems and you're recognizing that, and you're, and I don't know if you're asking about if you're doing it, but I would recommend it. If you feel like you're having a problem and you're spiraling out of control and you're primed to the PO'd position, do whatever you can to help mitigate that. Because what they, their main thing is to try to catch you in a trap to get you to make a colossal mistake that they can then use against you in the court of law. So no, yeah, whatever you have to do. Uh, if you could elaborate more of what you were talking about. Oh, another super sticker. Let me grab this one. Tiffany did a uh, Shiba dog uh, writing with a brush, writing number one on a piece of paper. <laughs> Thanks, Tiffany. I appreciate that. That's pretty funny. I love reading these things. It's just so, I mean, it's, I think it's even better than seeing, I mean, you guys get to see the animation. I don't, I forgot to open it up, so I don't get to see it, but reading it is hilarious. <laughs> Let me know if you think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. What's <laughs> God. Thanks for that. You're making me laugh. It, I tell you, it's been one of the hardest months that I've gone through um, in a really long time. P people who are members of the discord have, have seen me. Hold on a second. This looks like it's a little tweaked. That's probably too much, but, but have seen me comment about some of the things that have been going on. And it's just been, it's been crazy. Crazy. I think one day or a couple of weekends ago, I finally said, you know what? I need a break. I'm and I loaded my truck up and I drove up to the mountains. I didn't even take a tent with me. I took my sleeping bag. I didn't even take a jacket with me. <laughs> so I drove all the way up to Kennedy Meadows in California. Never been there before. Uh, the spots I was hoping to get, somebody else had already had, but I found a forest road, forest service road, and found some spots that nobody was in. If you guys haven't dispersed camped or, or uh, boondocked or are primitive camped, um, you should try it. It's pretty cool. 
uh, especially if you want to be away from people. Anyway, so um, yeah, so I went up there, got up there. I'm like, holy crap, it's cold. And I looked in my truck and I was like, oh, well, that was a genius move. I didn't bring my, uh, I didn't bring my jacket. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I had a, I had an extra shirt in the back of the truck, so I threw that on. Uh, I'd be, be fine. I figured if it's too cold, I can just drive away. Anyways, that was an interesting experience, but it was actually pretty cool. It was cold as hell, uh, but uh, I was sleeping in the bed of the truck, no tent, and got to stare at the stars all night. It was pretty darn cool. It was a nice break. I was going to try to do that again this week, but uh, uh, work didn't really support that. And then my diabetes has kind of gotten out of control. You know, it's bad whenever you take your meter that's connected to the cloud and you, you jab yourself and you look at a number and you're like, oh, that's a bad number. And then five minutes later, your phone's going bing. It's like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> Do you have the number to 911? Well, I didn't say that, but, but they're like, you know, hey, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I mean, I feel okay. You know, number's bad, but I mean, I don't feel, you know, I don't feel problematic or anything. All right, we'll drink a bunch of water, you know, try to get back on your meds and stuff. So I spent today trying to, to do that. Anyways, bottom line is, is I decided, yeah, yeah, you know, maybe it's the universe telling me going out on a mountain with no cell coverage by myself, this might not be the week to do it. <laughs> so I'm going to take, I'm going to take a break and I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm going to, I'm going to stay working. I'm not super thrilled about that idea, but, uh, nonetheless, um, it should be okay. All right, let's see here. Oh, Jamie says, I I sometimes think I'm the narcissist. It's strange. It's funny you say that because I just recorded a video where I talked specifically by, about that that I'm going to drop tomorrow. But since you're here, what I'm going to tell you is that is absolutely common. And most people that I've seen on this channel and in general, even with talking with other other channels, talking with people who you know are in this this niche community, most people at one point or another go, "Oh my God, what if I'm the narcissist? I I do some of these things." Well, typically, what happens when you're with somebody super toxic, you get what is called narcissistic fleas, and I don't know where that term came from, but what it basically means is the narcissistic traits start jumping on you. And you start exhibiting those same type of behaviors, not because you are a narcissist, but because you're just struggling to try to find the way to, co uh, to cope and deal with the situation. And then typically as you break free from them, you stop doing that and you get away from it and you become back, come back to the genuine person that you are. Okay. So I'm getting a bunch of super chats. Let me scroll down and, uh, uh, grab. Oh my gosh. You guys are actually talking more than I thought. So the first one is from iTumblers. Oh, it's just a super chat. It says congrats on 35 K subs calling in. Okay. I'll grab you in a minute. I do see there's two callers and T solo says, uh, as a super chat, uh, anger is our biggest enemy going through this crap is what I think he means. Guys, T solo is absolutely right. And anger is a really easy emotion to get into and bitterness and despair and it's just you got to be very 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 who the hell who the hell says very you got to be very careful about that because it's a trap 
you fall into that, you start acting out in anger. And what happens is, is you get, you, you make a mistake and you get caught up in a trap that they then can, can use against you. All right, let's see here. I got two callers and both of them are, I turned on my, uh, my, more of my stuff to screen it. While I'm doing that, I just saw another another one. So let me grab this. North, hey North South, haven't seen you. I've seen you in the comments. I haven't seen you online in a while. Or in a chat, or in a, in a live stream. Said uh, times ru time running out for all these narcs on child support. As they drop off year after year, they will be broke and alone. You know what, dude? What's interesting? You said that. I had a conversation with my attorney. You know, seven eight years ago. Something was going on and I was talking to him about, I mean, trying to, we were trying to strategize or something. And I was just like, she's not doing anything to better herself. She's living off me. She's basically acting retired. She's going to end up being 50 something and have no money. And the guy looked at me and said, Dwayne, it happens all the time. It, it is, you know, they, it's like, for whatever reason, these people get into this situation, they start leeching off somebody, they do nothing to to protect themselves or to, to get a job or a career or something. And then one day, like North South said, uh, the money drops off. I mean, alimony is still going to be a thing for me, but you know, I mean, at least you can't live on what I'm going to be paying her, but, but all the children will fall off and yeah, it'll be a significant shock and, uh, you know, broken alone, potentially spot on, man. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the first caller on line one. Let me hit the, make sure I got everything set up here. Hello and welcome to the show. Oh man, did I do it wrong? Hey, Dwayne. Hey, there you are. I was thinking, I, I'm like, you know, I haven't done this in a while. So, hey, how are you doing tonight? Well, had a great day. <laughs> how about you? I had an okay day. So what happened in your day? Uh, something pretty interesting happened. Okay. Um, hang on one second. You mind? Hold me for a second. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, sorry, I'm like putting my, in my daughter to bed. All right. So, remember the story? I don't know if you remember it. I mean, I know you didn't hear many stories, so, um, my ex called called the cops on me in uh, about a month ago. Who is this again? On, uh, I'm sorry? No, who are you? I think I think you're Tumblr's, but I'm not it's sure. Like, yeah, this is like Tumblr's. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, 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 copy that, yeah. You basically, the short version is, is you kind of were trying to eh, maybe reconcile or trying to have some type of dialogue to co-parent, and you were rewarded with that by the cops showing up at your door. Yes, I do remember that. So what's going on? Exactly. She basically just said that I wasn't, uh, I wasn't, um, I didn't have my, my daughter in my custody and I did. And so she called the cops. I actually found yesterday that I had the video of the cops showing up to my house. Wow. So they were actually, so there was no police report on it because it wasn't a criminal matter. Right. And they just said in their own words, they're like, um, oh, it looks like she's interfering with your parenting time and all this stuff. I was like, and I just saw that my like uh, camera was saved that, saved that footage for 30 days. And I was like, oh my God, thank God I have this because 
this will definitely be used against her in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Because they just saw her as a problem. Good. So it's one thing for me to say, yeah. (laughs) And then um, I was still trying to co-parent, and she was, like, still, you know, uh, trying to get back with me. And basically I told her, like, I'm not going to get back with you, but you can do a lot of things that will better the situation. I'm not going to tell you what that is, but you know what that is. So basically I'm talking about the court order, how she treats me and all this, all this stuff. So, um, I guess to a degree, she kind of thought that as long as she did something, um, she thought that I was basically like just trying to get out of child support. Um, which is not the case. It was just like, why don't we just get to 50, 50 at least like to be equal parents. Right. And then that should be fine. You know, but she didn't want to do that. She still decided, you know, uh, that she wanted to keep the child support money mm-hmm. and basically keep all control. So anyways, so she called the cops on me. Um, that was about a, on April. That was the very beginning of this month. And then today actually I called the cops on her because, uh, she she usually gives a toy with my daughter and um i don't trust her with those toys because like they're, we're talking about like little dolls and stuff oh right i don't okay. trust her because i don't know if she has like any sort of gps or some sort of microphone in those toys right so i so i told her before the exchange like a couple hours before i was like um can you um just not bring can you just not give her a toy like at the exchange like can just don't bring a toy with her like i don't want to carry it but the thing is when she brings a toy and we i try to give it back to her my daughter starts crying she's like about two years old right right so she sets her up for that so i'm like all right if she does that again to me i'm basically gonna give it try to give it back to her and typically she refuses to take it back so i was like thinking all right she doesn't if she does it again today I'm just going to drop the toy on the ground and just walk off with my daughter. Okay. So of course she, we met at exchange and she, she had a toy, even though she read my message and she basically was not going to do it. So I did just that, you know, I, um, I gave her back and then she gave it back to my daughter and then I tried to give it back to her and then she went take it. So I, I just dropped it. And then she, she was so surprised that I did that. Um, she, that really took her by surprise that I would be such a, like, I basically just set my barrier. Like, there's no more of this, like, you know, playing nice with you and just stuff like that. I'm not doing it. So right. I just dropped it. I dropped a little toy on the ground. And this is at a, like, uh, at a grocery store, you know. So it's in front of an ATM, so there's a camera. So I walked off, and then she, like, chased me, got the toy back. She picked up the toy and chased me. and was trying to give me the toy back. She gave it back to my daughter. She, of course. She grabbed it. And then I, I, got, I got the toy again. I just dropped it. And then she chased me even more. She was even more angry. And then she started like, um, she gave it to me. She gave it to my daughter one more time as I was like trying to walk away to my car. And then uh, my daughter, um, I mean, so what I did was I was like, she thought I was just going to keep it and just take it to my car. Right. So I just called her name and I just threw the thing. I just chucked it. And I was like, <laughs> and then finally after that, then she started walking towards me and sort of like pushing, like kind of like shoving me in a way, like with her body and kind of like her hands. And I was like, wow, you know, like over a toy, you know, cause I, 
No. Well, it's about control and boundaries. You're You're setting up a boundary and she doesn't like it. So, and it's a double bind because now your daughter is basically traumatized because of this whole exchange. I'm sure that went over well. Exactly. I, yeah. So it's just funny. I mean, so what happened was that right after that, she, um, she came over to my car. She went all the way with me to my car, like yelling at me, cursing at me, making a scene in front of the park in the parking lot. Right. And I was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Like, she is so, like, does she, like, get, does she have a clue how she looks in front of people? So, anyways, she, so I put my daughter in the car seat and she gets in, she gets where I'm supposed to be, which is as I'm supposed to be putting her. She gives her the toy again as she's sitting in the car seat. And I'm like, why are you in my car? <laughs> like, I remember this is not those your days. Car, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I just was like, you know, I'm about to call the police. And she was like, all right, call the police. I was like, okay. So I was like, so I called the police. There was one, there's usually a police officer at that grocery store because the area is not the best. Right. So they were there within like two minutes. I was on the, I was on the phone with the dispatcher and the cops showed up as I was on the phone with the dispatcher. Like that's how quick it was. Wow. So they showed up and I, they questioned us what happened. And, you know, they were just like, um, you know, if, if we do find that she did, you know, I put her hands on you. Do you want to press charges? And my, she was standing right there, right in front of me. So she looked at me. She looked into my eyes. She and I looked back into her eyes, and I was like, "Yes." Yeah, like she was like kind of hoping that I would say no, but I was like, "Yeah, I do want to press charges." <laughs> so they're like, "All right, so we're gonna go look at the cameras, you know, see what we can get." And unfortunately, there wasn't enough. The two cameras that were there. They didn't have like a good enough like view of all of it. Man, um, you should have you should so have had I mean, your phone out thing. recording video. You know what the funny thing is? I have a dash cam, and I haven't used it. And I was thinking about using it before the whole thing happened because I didn't know that was going to happen to begin with. Right. And it's kind of funny what your theme was right before you even you know uh, took my call, which was like acting out of anger. Yeah. Because I basically told her to do the right thing. And basically she ignored it. I mean, I gave her, you know, some time and she's tried to text me again. I was like, look, I'm not interested in talking to you unless you want to like make the terms better. But other than that, I'm not interested in talking to you. So she tried to subtly text me, tried to like lure me in like a snake again. And I basically just set up that boundary again. I'm like, there's nothing more to talk about. Stop texting me, (laughs) you know? Right. So she didn't respond to that. And then I was pissed because I was like, man, I was like, I'm still hoping in my mind that this person this human being would have some empathy or sympathy, whatever it is. Dude, they don't. And it pissed me off because it gave me, they really don't. They don't give a crap about you. They don't. And it's, so, I, yeah, I know what you're saying. Really I've been through what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. And, and the sad reality is, is we have to beat our head against the wall to prove the point because deep down we don't believe it. We don't we're like, no, this cannot be this, you know, okay. They're being childish, but they're going to stop. Well, I'm telling you, man, you know, look at my situation. 10 years or almost 10 years later, it's the same stuff. You know, they don't grow yeah. up. They just don't. They're incapable of it. it. I'll be honest, Dwayne. I don't know. Like my situation with her is getting worse, you know? So she's yeah. calling the cops to me. Yeah. It's, and now yeah, it's, it's, it's like, going to get worse. Now I'm doing it back to her. And that's what you need mm-hmm. to do. You need so to, like, I mean, like when and you did the right thing. I know it had to be hard and it's, I mean, and, it, and there are probably people who will say, oh my God, you shouldn't do that in front of your child. 
but the but the reality is if these people only back down whenever they feel like there's going to be a cost when they far, start to realize oh crap this is going to cost me now even still they still have a tendency to be really irrational but that's whenever you know you're you're going to get to a point where maybe it won't happen the next time because you know had you had if she would have started pushing you on camera they probably would have taken her to jail for domestic assault oh yeah so, yeah exactly and it's kind of funny because like i tell you uh, Dwayne, like the universe works in a very weird way it does because i was like thinking i'm like because uh, i'm because i've been kind of i've been kind of dating this girl and I was thinking about bringing her over to get my daughter's ears pierced, you know? Yeah. So, um, but the thing is, I was thinking, I was thinking about inviting my ex so that way I can be a good co-parent and stuff. But I kind of knew that that would make my ex angry. Oh, of course. You know? And she has a hard time controlling her anger. So I was like, should I take advantage of this opportunity and basically like ambush her to like you know, kind of... I wouldn't, dude. Know. I mean, if there's a situation... Okay, like getting ears pierced at two is a lot of some people would think that's young and then a lot of people are also going to think yeah. that that's something that typically a mom would do so from the optics from yeah. it which i mean there's no you know if that's what you wanted to do that's fine but but there's a strong possibility that someone will look at it look at that and see that you're just being an, a jerk and trying to cause you know and just trying to inflame things so i mean now well, granted the, that's the thing i wouldn't say that yeah, I wouldn't say that she like she was going to attend. It's basically going to surprise her by it. No, I know, but but, I, but I'm just you saying know, that you know, I mean, because mine mine did the opposite and just arbitrarily did that with my my kids super young. Did it with my middle daughter, not not that young, right? I mean, I'm not two years old young, but more like you know nine or you know ten something like that. And yeah. my my middle daughter hated it so bad and was so freaked out by it. I finally had to, I mean, she was just not having a good time. She was having an allergic reaction to it. It just wasn't going well. But, mm -hmm. but the thing is what I'm getting at though, is it, it's these people are masters at making chaos out of nothing. So, you know, I mean, yeah. here, here's my advice to you, man. If you're doing something that you normally would do and she makes a mistake and it, and it, you know, it show it basically puts her butt out there and she gets uh, in trouble for it. Fine. Yeah. But I wouldn't recommend doing something with that. Like, okay, if I do this, maybe I can get her to flip out and make a mistake. Don't do that. That's bad karma. Yeah. Um, I decided. Yeah. It's just, it's not a, it's not a good way to go. And even if you are successful, you we like you mentioned at the beginning of this call karma has a you know the universe has a weird way of of dealing with things and i would venture to yeah. guess that if you did something like that you'll be calling me back in six months with some catastrophe that's happened <laughs> probably yeah so just just i yeah i decided not to do it good I'm i was like that. you know what as, as as angry as i was because that was the scene that was the super chat from t solo was don't yeah <laughs> act from your anger because that was the uh, that's how i felt you know i was like oh, you yeah. know i was gonna do this anyways but because and i'm still actually gonna do it this uh, uh this weekend actually but i'm not gonna do that you know mm -hmm. i so the funny thing is after all what happened today i still messaged her basically saying like you know i'm gonna get your ears first if you want to come you know it's okay. cool it's just a special occasion it's good for you know it's a uh, good for both parents to be there yeah and it's true i mean like that's how i really feel about it but what, it's just what funny how, say? like, 
she didn't respond to it. I think that she's a little bit embarrassed to a degree, like that she was, I basically, even though I didn't get her, she didn't get arrested, I still got a police report. The first time that she called the cops on me, there was no police report at all because there's like, there's nothing going on here. But at least with this one, I was the one that, you know, I had to do it because first of all, she wouldn't leave my car. I'm like, she acts like she owns my car. Like, like, what is she doing? I'm like, this is my parenting time. Right. Again, yeah. she's like interfering with it. So, yeah. um, no, yeah, it's just, just like, it's, it's funny how like the universe works and, yeah, you know, just, don't act out of anger. And I, the thing is like, I guess still try to have a co-parenting relationship. It will only work for you in the future. You know, have that evidence out there. Yeah. Despite them, like, put it. I'm sorry. No, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, I was just saying yes. Yeah, despite what they do to you, like they throw out false allegations at you. They call yeah. the cops on you. Oh they yeah. Ma- they put you through crap. You know, you show that you're the bigger person, and one day that judge will see that man. Like despite what she puts them through, and there's nothing credible about what these people say because they're they're liars, they're manipulators, they're just evil people. They will see through it and it will all come back to them. I decided not to go to the route of being petty and, and then the next day it works for me. I mean, like I didn't plan on that happening. Yeah. I mean, literally, well, of course they're going to, they're going to try to morph back in to try to repair their image, man. You just got to be really careful because you know, being around them is like being in a nuclear fallout zone. You know, it doesn't take much time for you to get a toxic amount of uh, exposure and have it blow back on you. So just, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, but at some point I think you're going to, I mean, see the problem is your child's so young, but at some point you're going to realize that it's just not going to work. She's always going to be, you know, looking for chaos, but uh, no, I think, yeah, you know, it, I mean, I understand what you're saying. That was, that's what you told me, and I every everyone told me that, and I was like, oh, I'm just trying to see if it would work. Yeah, I understand. And really, at the end of the day, she yeah. was manipulating. She was manipulating me. Of course, she's a really good actress. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's very. Mine she's did very, the same thing. Very man. bad at following through. I don't know how many times. I think yeah, it was like five or five or six times that I uh, I didn't go back with her. Like, try, I mean, I know you mentioned that you had done that before, or you know, kind of at the start <laughs> of this, but. But uh, every time she would pretend to be a normal human, I'd be like, okay. And then as soon as, the, you know, as soon as I got close enough, it was like the freaking pit viper, wham, you know, just struck. And I'm like, holy crap. And it just took, it took, unfortunately, it took me a few times to realize I can never trust this person and I have to put up a hard boundary and uh, anything else is just not going to work. But all right, man, I got another caller and a super chat I need to cover. Say, thanks for Thank calling. I appreciate it, man. Congrats on, yeah, congrats on 35K, by the way. Oh, um, thanks. Take Appreciate care, it. Okay. Man, you know, I, I just, I want to dwell on this for uh, just a quick second. Every one of us, I believe, goes through this phase to where we're questioning what we're dealing with. It's like, no, it can't be this bad. I mean, nobody's, nobody is going to do this type of stuff. Nobody's going to be this petty and want to win this much and continue to do the shenanigans. I mean, like that situation right there, a normal human, if they wanted to have the, the doll thing, as soon as he said no, 
maybe one time you would have handed it to your child to be like, oh, F you, you know, I'm going to, oh, really? You're going to rip it out of your child's hands? And then if, you, if that scenario played out once, they would stop. But that was about pushing boundaries and, uh, and double binds. And it is a double bind. You know, it's like, and you know, and every one of us has to make the best decision we possibly can in those scenarios. And by definition, a double bind means that both, both solutions suck. So you just have to pick the one that sucks the least for you. And my decision that's the least for me might not be the least for you. And at the end of the day, one day you're going to wake up and you're going to say, okay, I've tried. I can't do this anymore. And you hold fast to it. I, I still have times where my kids over the years, I even had my youngest a little while ago say, oh, you know, you and mommy will one point, you know, be able to, you know, be friendly or whatever. And the reality is, is that the answer is no. And the reason is, is I've been burned too many times and I'm just, it's a double bind, right? I mean, it is a double bind. If I want, I could turn around and say, oh, of course, you know, and I could play the game and I could let that vortex of chaos into my environment, thinking that I could manage it, thinking that I could control it. And I'm not, and I've done that in the past and it's not worth it. So I refuse to do it anymore. Now, somebody can look at me and say, well, you're just petty. You just won't let it go. You're still in you're still involved with your ex or some stuff. I don't know. I'm, I don't know if that, that voice worked for that. But bottom line is, I don't care what anyone thinks anymore. You want to think that I, I have a longing for my ex? I don't give a... F you know what? How long has this been going on? All right. Maybe you two won't kill me. I don't give a fuck. Think whatever you want. Don't care. I'm worried about my life, my environment, finding my peace and keeping as much toxic BS out of my life. And that's exactly what you need to do too. Because when you do, things start to get tremendously better. Okay, rant over. <laughs> Hopefully I didn't offend anybody. If I did, I apologize. But now I'm going to go to Derek. Derek did a super chat and it says, I filed, I filed to a petition to uh, established custody and parenting time last October and was granted 50-50 uh, last Friday. Hold on a second. Your channel has helped so much with communication, focusing on the children. Everyone join the Discord. Dude, that is phenomenal. I'm going to do that again. That is just great. I really love hearing that, man. That right there is an example of how have the perseverance, don't take the bait, and things tend to turn around. They don't always turn around. They don't always. But I'll tell you, you know, for the people that I've seen on this channel, that's the normal story. Every once in a while, we'll get somebody who says, you know, oh, crap, it didn't work. I lost. Typically, when I talk to them, I can find some mistakes that they made. I was like, oh, crap, that was a mistake. So good on you, Derek. That is outstanding. Congratulations. Congratulations. And uh, good for you. Now, that, that's, that's a good victory, man. I'm, I'm happy for you. All right, I'm going to go to the next caller on line two as soon as I turn up my little thing here. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, Dwayne, it's Node. Hey, man, how's it going? Uh, you know, I could fill up your show for a couple of weeks with what's <laughs> going on, but I'm not going to do that. I want to kind of accent the uh, anger management um, point that I made earlier. Okay, awesome. So I would recommend to everybody 
that they, if they are feeling um, overwhelmed or just out of sorts or just angry all the time, that they definitely get some anger management. I'm, I'm in a program now and it's helping me emotionally regulate. Now, I kind of got, I'm, I'm dealing with the same thing as almost everybody here. I've, I, I spent nine months having visitations with my daughter. And then the one time I screw up, I get my parenting time restricted. Yeah. That pissed me off. And I let it go in court. And that is a bad thing to do. Wait a minute. Say that apart. What you did what in court? I lost my temper. In court? Over. Um, oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> I was going to get a drink. I'm going to yeah, put it down. It how was, how it did was, that go, Node? That doesn't sound good, man. Oh, that didn't go good because I haven't seen my daughter in a couple of months. Oh, and that's man. why I kind of want to accent that. Like, don't let your anger come out. If you need to get some anger management. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, classes. I, 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 I'm, I don't have my daughter. I don't have my daughter because one time in nine months, I felt like I was about to lose my mind. And I took my daughter back to her mother because there's a there was a restraining order that turned into a no contact order restricting me from 300 feet from the house that I had to drop my daughter off 300 feet from the house otherwise I'd deal with contempt oh dear God. Um, motions and so that that was it all I had to do was drop my daughter off according to this motion and get screwed on this other motion. Don't and, let this happen to yeah. you, people. Please oh don't God. let this happen to you. I, uh, I, I'm sure you've heard me say that. And I mean, maybe I don't say it a lot in recent videos, but we have to be so careful of making those mistakes because it you can recover from it, but it makes it so much harder. Well, do you have an attorney or do you, are you self-representing yourself? No, I have an attorney. This is, um, I'm 11 months into this now. Okay. This is all a fight over a house. This yeah. is how narcissistic oh, this yeah. person is. I have to fight over my daughter while trying to get out of a house. She yeah. wants to keep the house. I want to keep my daughter. And that's where we're at. We so she's turning the, the screw. Yeah. So it, it. it's, it's typical, right? So she's trying to find a way to turn the screws so that you relent. But I mean, the problem though is man, when you have somebody who will play those type of games, they always will play it. So even if you, you know, even if you compromise or something, you can never count on them to be a good human going forward. Um, how bad you're with your attorney, no. how, how bad does he think the situation is when you lost your temper in court? And is it a temporary order right now or is it permanent? It's temporary. I have supervised visitations. Of course, everything's going through Zoom. My daughter's 10. She knows how to find me online. So we yeah. chat okay. off, in the, off in the corner together. We, we talk. No, that's that's cool. the good thing is she's old enough and smart enough 
Yeah. The court aspect of it, my attorney, I just told him, I'm like, this is part of the game, man. This is the game they want to play. Yeah, I lost my attitude in court. Fine. Um, the, she got a CFI. I've done uh, a substance use evaluation. I've done a psychological evaluation. Right. All her, all she can do is, uh, all she can do is make excuses. I can't do mine because I don't have the money. Boop. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Um, well, I wish in the long I, run. Yeah. In the long run, I decided that I'm going to fight for my daughter on a different level of health. Right now, I want to just go ahead and focus on what she wants to focus on. She wants to focus on the house, so I'm going to go ahead and take it from her. Um, I bought the house in like 2011. She got common law marriage in 2014, so I have three years of a house that's premarital. Right. I'm going to use that money to fight for my daughter, and I'm going to keep up with the anger management, some therapy. Good for you. And I'm going to get myself under control. Man, I appreciate you. I don't, I don't like the circumstances, but I appreciate you calling in and sharing that and, and having that be a, a, uh, a warning note for anyone else. And unfortunately, what you just described is the example that I, I mean, when I talk about making mistakes, I mean, that's, that's, you know, you pretty much, that would be a good example. Um, but I think you can, I think, you know, it's temporary. I think you can turn it around. You know, the fact that you're doing anger management, you're doing therapy, you know, you can be able to demonstrate to the court that, you know, you're trying to, to be a better person and ultimately it'll work. It, it should work out and, uh, you can turn this around, but, uh, thanks for calling. Well, I'm working I appreciate on that. It. Good for you, man. And that's the, that's the reason I called just anybody that's listening. If you're feeling yourself getting out of control, you feel like you might lose it, get some anger management and get some emotional regulation. That's all I'd have to say. Yeah. And, and don't do it in court for the love of God. Don't, no, don't, not. don't do it in court. Oh dear God. All right, man. Thanks for calling, man. I, I, uh, wow. Well, I appreciate him. I appreciate that caller calling in and having the courage to share that and, uh, to, to put that out there because, this is bait. This is the type of crap that they try to do. They try to push, you know, they go boop, push your buttons to try to get you to snap. And as soon as you do, they, they run with it. And, you know, it's like a, well, I'm not good at sports, so I'm not going to use a sports analogy, but, uh, it's, you know, it's a setup. And if you fall into it and then they can try to run with it and get the most, most, uh, leverage as they possibly can. Now, I'm wondering if I missed a super chat. I, I got to double check because there was a couple of things that came in. So I'm just scrolling up real quick, looking to see if, um, if I found any. And hey, guys, if anyone has a question for me, make sure you tag me. You at DSD, it'll make a, a, well, no one's tagged me. Let me see if I can, right, well, someone here did here. So whenever someone tags me, it uh, makes it orange. And, uh, oh, Volser said something. Okay, I'll have to look up. Oh, like here, Volser was trying to tag me. Ex-wife, oh man, that is a good one. All right. Ex-wife lost contempt of court petition on Monday. Congratulations, Volser. That is outstanding. Man, I, I pre well, the last caller was a little rough. 
good message. Not thrilled with the scenario, but uh, I, I definitely like being able to hit the applause button. So let me flip back over here. All right, let me uh, look. How long have I been going on? 48 minutes. So we'll probably do about an hour. I do have uh, work and stuff I have to do. Um, let's see. I'm just scrolling. I'm trying to quickly scroll through the comments before I go to line three. So stand by. <laughs> For the last, I think it's the last caller. Count Dracula says, this caller has a sense of humor. <laughs> Man, you know you have to, right? I mean, because it'd be so easy to get... Uh, uh, angry and bitter over this and just have it just drive you down farther in the pit of despair. I was heading in that direction. I was so, I mean, I didn't lose. I mean, I knew enough to not, you know, to have my game face on when it was really important, but it was hard. It was not an easy thing. Oh, Lyle. Hey, Lyle. Um, how you doing? Uh, I saw that <laughs> this is Dwayne's no longer a union address. That is hilarious because it was a state of the union, I think. Was it the State of the Union or just a joint joint sessions of Congress? I don't remember, but that's funny considering that you know divorce, no union. That's I think that's hilarious. Uh, I don't like the part when you said your daughter turns twenty one tomorrow and you haven't seen her in six years. That part I don't like. So if everyone can give Lyle a virtual hug, I'm I don't know if he'll be angry with me for calling him out like that, but uh, I would appreciate it if you guys would do that. So Lyle's been a long time listener of the channel and. He has been through a probably one of the worst parental alienation things that I've heard because he's completely lost his daughter. So be a Google review. Hmm. Tiffany, I don't understand. You said DSD at DSD via Google review. Did I miss something? Oh, Okay, so in case I missed it, ex-girlfriend tried to remove the kids from the dentist's office. Ex-girlfriend. Ex's girlfriend. Oh, man, what a mess. Well, sorry about that, that you're going through that. But I do have another super sticker, and I have to read it because it's just too hilarious. Corporal Oddball. Hey, man, haven't seen you on a live stream in a while. I don't know if I've seen you on the Discord for a while. I hope, well, I mean, you're here, so I hope you're doing okay. Peach character turning around, waving his hand, saying, hey, you, while lowering his glasses. Now, I think since I have this other thing, I can pull this up and you can see there it is. I wrote, I read it, but that that's what, <laughs> that's what it is. That's pretty awesome. So, um, all right, let me, uh, I do have an, oh, I have a web, somebody using the web interface. So let me give that a try and see if that works. Sometimes it doesn't. So we'll keep our fingers crossed. Oh, hello. Welcome to the show. Hello, Dwayne. Hey, it sounds like you're driving. Hey, how you doing? I, I might I might be. I might be. And I am using the web interface because last time I called, I was on hold for the first 20 minutes of my call, and I forgot that that probably cost money. I didn't actually confirm that, but I figured this was, this was safer. Oh, yeah, yeah. No worries. Yeah, if you're, if you're, in, you're in Canada, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, you have to have, if your plan doesn't have Canadian calling, yeah, it's not good. So, but uh, anyways, what's going on? What's your I, update? I haven't checked, but either way, it's worth it. I just like kind of indirectly assume it kind of goes toward your cause, even though. And congrats, man, on the 35. That's awesome. 32 oh, or whatever it was. 35,000. Yeah, thank you very much. Brad. So, oh, man. I'm just, I, I missed the last caller. Uh, 
between after I tumbler because I didn't hear the whole story. I was like, I was I was on a drive to getting ice cream, so I missed. Uh, I paused I tumbler, but I was like, man, this guy's story is crazy, and I was telling my my partner about it, so we were listening to the whole thing. And did I hear that he said there was a microphone in the toy, or was that just? He he was the that, that first that caller, which was been. which was I tumblers. He was worried that there was, so that's why he put the boundary down, okay. saying not to have not you know that. Right. Oh, I know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, he's, you know, You're I mean, like, yeah. Oh, she's like, he said, oh, she's uh, leaning into my car. And I'm like, what are you doing in my car? And then you said, oh, I remember those days. And I'm like, I remember those. Oh, you know what? I mean, God, what she would mind, what mine would do is, you know, in the early part of it, every time I come, cause I would, for initially I was picking the kids up every morning to take them to school. And she would come out and slowly buckle everybody into the truck and basically it's okay. It's okay. You know, I mean, basically the kids would start crying because it was like they were going off to a death camp, you know, it's like, all right, I'll see you later. You know I mean? Like, so for the 20 minutes of the ride for 10 minutes, they were all bawling and acting like it was, you know, end times. It was, you know, we all go through our own little hell on this. That's just, it's just mind boggling that we have to go through this. So anyways, Dilusia, I don't hear the road noise anymore. Okay. Well, so much for that. Oh crap. What did I, oh shoot. I just hit the wrong, hold on a second. Let me, I think I hit the wrong one and I got to figure this out. Okay. Did you just call back? Are you there? I did. I, I, my browser, my browser timed out. Ah, okay. Yeah. And, I, and then when you called back, I was, like, oh, I was no. dropping the wrong call. So I almost cut, I almost cut off the second call. Oh no. So you hung up. So, I'm sorry. Sorry person who was waiting. Call back. This web interface is really easy to use. Though. No, that's um, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's, it is hard to hear you though with all the road noise so probably we're gonna have to wrap that up because I'm, I'm sure it's hard for the people listening sorry no it's okay i just wanted to like it's, it's exciting that people are posting that they're getting 50 50 and all this because oh, absolutely. some of us are going through really hard stuff and some of us are halfway through and we're like still going through stuff like even though he was saying things are getting worse or like you saying you know it's been 10 years and it's still stuff like it's I really appreciate your videos and your talks about perspective because we have to give ourselves permission to just feel like psychotic a little bit when we go through this because like it is a twilight zone kind of deal like it doesn't yeah. feel like it's real like we want to believe that there aren't villainous people in the world that they just exist on like fairy tale shows and eventually they come around and that's the thing I guess that it's I hard. wanted to mention because people are so I'm I've heard this on one of those Dr. Romney videos. He talks about fairy tales and how, you know, the narcissistic person is usually the villain or just like the protagonist who's kind of a jerk and really stuck, selfish and stuck up. But at the end of the movie, at 90 minutes, you know, oh, wow, I just realized I'm going to lose everything if I don't stop being selfish. And then happily ever after, everyone's all happy and forgiven and crap like that. And that's, just we're so conditioned to think that there's yeah. that good piece that's left in that person and that's always going to be there maybe but you can't pull it out of them and you can't go back to that and no, you're it right. makes sense to kind of give sort of an answer to you know to the to everyone it's like when someone 
dies and you're so sad and you're grieving, you're like, well, there has to be a reason. I have to kind of find a cause to this so I can grieve in this closure. Like we don't, we don't get that closure. Divorce is like worse than death because you don't have yeah, like the closure of, okay, this is a finality. You have this heated, like, yep. it's like the, you know, emotional zombie. Like they're always coming back and trying to eat you. And so just, yeah, that's, that was the point I guess I was going to make, but I just wanted to give you guys a heads up that my, my narcissistic, ex's narcissistic attorney uh is no longer part of the story hopefully and that's like i, I was more afraid of what she was power, powerful enough to do than almost anything else yeah and yet the last interaction i had with him i didn't know that yet so uh long story short uh, our one of our children left the house and tried to come to my house in the middle of the night and I was the one that had to make sure she got home safely to dad's house. But all he cared about was that I didn't tell him soon enough and that I got in contact with another child of mine to inform the daughter that ran away or whatever that he was going to have to tell dad or I would. And so even the kids are like, dad's so petty. Like he yeah. just cared about the well-being of the kids. Not, not, well, you didn't tell me soon enough. You know what I mean? So, but that interaction with him, was all his true colors coming out. It had nothing to do with like, oh, I better email my attorney and see what I should say to my ex-wife about, you know, they just, that's who they are. They just have a powerful person behind them sometimes that I didn't have that yeah. behind me and I didn't have that power. And so now I have a great uh, advocate type media, like a peaceable peacemaking attorney. And she's reaching out to kind of see what's going on. And then she's like, oh, so we just found out that his, his, his lawyer is gone. She's no longer working for him so praying that that stays like that she's like a sucky bitch or something yeah. and yeah. i'm just it was a relief to find that out but just my kids are doing the best they can with what's going on and just knowing that i can still i only see them like make like less than 20 hours a month but it's still like they take what i say and they take our time together and they just kind of hang on to it until the next time they don't yeah. They still remember that, you know, their relationship with me is still important, so it's quality. Okay, I think I think I think we lost her again. Let me go ahead and drop that. So you know what I'll say on that or the, or the takeaway from that that's really important. And I know I've said this before, but it's a this is a good segue. If when you're with your kids, you have a good solid relationship that right there is the key that you're doing okay. If you start losing your kids or they start, uh, you know, they start thinking that, um, that uh, you're the problem or they start lashing out really bad, then you have an issue. But if you have a good solid relationship with them, hold on to that and stay focused on it and allow that to help calm you down so that you know that you're on the right path. On that, I got a super chat from Node who called in a minute ago. It says, don't let that beep get to you. Fight for what you love and fight smartly. Do it in a way that maximizes your, your, your chance or your opportunity for, excess, for success. Hey, John says, uh, Dwayne, I remember when you didn't even have 5,000 subs. You know, it's funny you say that because when I started out, I mean, I was like, I don't know what I thought. I don't know what I thought this thing, the channel would do. But I remember when I broke 10,000, it was like, 
it was just, that was surreal. And after that, I kind of stopped just watching the numbers. Um, but, uh, yeah. So thanks so much for that. Thanks for being around. I mean, that's like 5,000. I think I hit 5,000 and maybe in the second year or maybe the first year. I can't remember. Ro whoops, wrong button. Uh, where is, I saw Roy's saying I should watch Divorce Corp. I actually own that. So I, I do ha have watched that. It's depressing. Um, it'll get your, it'll get your, uh, uh blood boiling, but, uh, uh, where'd you do it? That's where you did it. So yeah, I, I, I have actually watched that. So I would say, be careful when you watch it, because if you're going through this and you're easily, I hate to use the word triggered, but really, I mean, I think, I think in our situation, we can justifiably use that word, right? Triggered in the, in the real context you know, not that someone hurt your feelings because they, you know, they didn't acknowledge you the correct way or, you know, they told you a truth that didn't, that doesn't align with what you think. Triggered is whenever something happens and the emotions come back like post-traumatic stress disorder and makes you feel the anger and bitterness and rage and all these emotions all wrapped into one. That's what being triggered means. So, and, and that comes after dealing with real trauma. So I know a lot of people, especially people who haven't been through this. If I put a trigger warning or something, I, I get uh, flambayed because, you know, how dare you? Oh, you're a baby. Do you need a puppy? Maybe I do need a puppy. <laughs> I'm not going to get an animal until I can retire or something. I just don't want to leave it, leave something by itself all the time. Ah, all right. Okay. Oh, I got one more caller. I think I'll do that and then I'll start wrapping it up because we're just past an hour. So I'll go to the caller. Hello. Welcome to the show. Good evening, Dwayne. Hey, Tiffany. How you doing? Ah, so what happened with the dentist today. thing? I, I saw you post that. So what happened? So... My ex has been having his girlfriend do all of the parenting stuff for the dentist office, making arrangements, um, signing for treatments. Hmm. So I got a hold of the records and noticed a couple of oddball things, which I brought up to my attorney. Um, and then uh, for spring break, he was so generous to offer me a day. Now hmm. I knew kids' appointments were coming up, so I chose that day. And he was none the wiser. He didn't know that they had appointments, whatnot. Oh, okay. So I went to the appointment, and uh, well, prior to that, I got the records, and I started talking about the kids' dentist. Okay. And it was like, it was like all of a sudden it all, it all ramped up. As soon as I went to go get the records, I was seen in town, all of it ramped up. He started making, there was a false allegation oh, uh, with God. my daughter that was brought up to his, uh, to my attorney. Um, you know, he, he told me that the kids were all caught up on their dental and that he's such a good dad. I get the reports and it's, 
you know, dentist urges low sugar intake, uh, and dentist would like an extraction. I go back through my text messages in October 15th of last year. He had texted me and told me that this child needed a tooth extracted and a spacer put in. And in March, when I went out to dinner with them with a supervisor, his tooth was cracked earlier um, before the visit. So Ooh, he had a, a broken tooth. Wow, that's That was painful. in March, though. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, they had talked about this in October. So here we are. They go to their cleaning. Um, you take him to the it, cleaning, right? One giant. I I took my older two, not my younger two. Okay. But they're still, when I called the dentist's office and asked him about his tooth, I said, you know, because I wanted to hold off on the whole treatment plan. Um, hold off from getting the records until he had been seen because if it was a tooth that was broken then and it fell out, then all's well, then there's no reason to, you know, make the complaint. Oh, right. Okay. No. That tooth that was supposed to be extracted broke off. The root is still in there. Oh, wow. And he now has to go see a pediatric specialist for dentistry because they don't use the correct sedative, I guess, for children. Children, children. yeah. Oh, man. How, how is your kid so, feeling? That sounds super painful. I looked at his mouth the other day, and it, it is pretty raw inside. Oh, man. Poor guy. How old is he? He is five. Oh, man. Uh, when are you going to be now able to... Keep in mind, my eight-year-old has a root canal and a stainless steel crown. So I guess these kids are used to pain. Wow, I don't even know what to say about that. But when are you guys going to be able, when are you going to be able to get the that funny fixed? funny thing is um, um, I'm making the referral appointment here soon because um, I have to work it within my Insurance. schedule or I'm going to have oh, to yeah. communicate with my ex and... And so, try to get him to go and do it. Now, and did you say that likely. the girlfriend of the ex, I mean, his so fiance, went and took so, the kids out of the appointment? So when I went to go grab the records, they told me that his girlfriend is the one who makes all the appointments. Okay. On her schedule. when Which she has no authority or say or anything anyway, so that's that, weird. 100% correct. So I asked about the HIPAA. There is a signed HIPAA. I can't do anything about that. But the HIPAA is oh, okay. for treatment, medical claims, and conferring with another doctor or dentist, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So she doesn't even have access to the HIPAA. Oh, he did, so she but doesn't. So she can't make any decisions or anything. I mean, no, they can't even, so no, legally, they can't even after an no, appointment say, this can't. is what happened and this is what you need to do. She shouldn't. Well, whatever. Okay, I'm gonna. You're, you're gonna get my blood yeah. boiling. I'm it, sure that's irritating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Well, I I went to the doctor's office with my court paperwork, and I'm like, look, the only people who have legal say on what happens with these children is my ex-husband and myself. I was right. like, she can receive information, but she is in no way allowed to sign for treatment, agree to treatment. And nor is she to do anything else. Yeah, that's for sure. So that 
so Friday, the Friday, the week before the spring break visit, um, I confirm the appointments with the kids. I'm like, Hey, dad's giving me the kids. I'm, I'm confirming this appointment that I know is going to happen. I just want to let you know, I will be bringing them. There will be no issues, this, that, and the other. And they're like, well, there was a Google review and it wasn't good. You can look it up, but it was not good. In fact, the doctor's office, the family from the dentist's office. And I said, well, that's funny because she has no legal say whatsoever. In fact, I want my kids to stay there for just a continua- continuation of care records. Yeah, and just consistency. So because you were there, yeah, the, ex, and that's what I told them. the ex's girlfriend slash fiance wrote a, gr- a Google review about the dentistry office lashing out probably because of I don't know what, but and then the dentist office is like, okay, never mind, we're done. We're not going to see the kids anymore. Did you fix that? So, I did. I said they, they have. She has no authority. I was like, in in a Google review, I was like, that's not. That is by no means her laying down any footwork. I was like, I'll be sure to make sure that this doesn't happen. Yeah, God, man, they make everything so complicated. Well, other, other than that, the funny thing is, is, I went, yeah, I went to the the dentist appointment, and they handed me the call log, which detailed exactly what de- went down yeah. at the previous visit with the younger kids and the dad, and the dad let them go run in the street. Okay. Then dad's texting me later on. He goes, "I want to change dentists. They don't do orthodontics. They don't do cosmetic dentistry." And I was like, I called well, the office. Most dentists don't like, do hey, that, guys. Do you guys do braces and cosmetic dentistry? And they're like, yep. And I was like, okay, let me ask you this. Just playing devil's advocate. I was like, does the other dentist office in town, do they specialize in children? Do they have nitrous oxide? Nope. Okay. So they, they would have been directed to see a specialist anyway. So there's no point in us moving. No, no. And then he brings up, well, there's a, there's, there's a couple of level one, level two um, sex offenders in the area. I'm not going to leave the kids in the car by themselves. Because he tried to bring all four kids and it was not happening during COVID-19. Oh, dear God. But I told my attorney, I said, you know, what's funny is in a mile radius of his house, there's six of them. Yeah. There's only two where the dentist office is and the dentist office is technically inside of his mile radius no i mean they just come up with anything no we're not changing dentists yeah Yeah. we're not changing dentists it's not happening so So, now my attorney is going to push that sharon has i mean uh sorry i wish i could boop that (laughs) out the girlfriend has left yeah oh well no, anyways. But just to make sure she has less of a quote-unquote well, I mean, active role. And, and the sure least, she knows. at least you're going to be able to use that in court the next go-around. You know, I mean, we talked about this the other the last time you called. I mean, your ex keeps digging a bigger hole, and the judge, I think, has basically set it up to, to let him bury himself, and, and your ex continues to just make really but bad decisions. But my attorney decision. doesn't want to bring it up. What? She doesn't want to bring it up to the judge because we're so close to the end of it. 
and the judge isn't going to flip flop on custody, which is fine. No, but I you. Said, but but the no, whole I don't, point I, of this is to document what's d- going exactly, on. Exactly. Exactly. Like, she. I, I mean, don't give a crap what comes right. out of it. I don't care if the judge just goes, eh, whatever. It's on record as an event that happened. I agree with you. I agree that you you need to bring it up, even if it's just a you know. I mean, it needs to be brought up because if you don't, you lose that opportunity to bring it up. And then the next time something happens and there's always a next time, you're going to have to and be. And the judge is going to go exactly what she told me in December. Well, you haven't made any complaints, so I don't see this being a problem now. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, you absolutely need to bring it up because all that's going to happen is, well, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir. I concur with what you're saying, Tiffany. So do that. All right. I'm, I'm gonna, just going to keep poking my attorney in the eye. Yeah, you need to. I'm going to have to wrap it up. My, uh, my, uh, uh, my, my threshold of time has exceeded, so I'm going to have to shut everything down. So thanks for calling. All I appreciate right. it. Have a good evening. You too. You know, I just, God, man, it's all about perseverance. And uh, guys, just mentioned earlier, my blood sugar is out of whack. And if anybody has uh, has that problem, they know that you have to drink a ton of water and hydrate, and which causes all kinds of other problems, which is which is happening now. So I'm going to have to wrap it up. So thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I Sorry, uh, there was a caller left in the queue. I apologize I wasn't able to get to you. Um, sign up. If you haven't, sign up for the, uh, what do you call it? The, um, the, uh, SMS thing. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. I'm trying to get it on the screen so you can see that. And uh, no, no, come on. There we go. Let me do this. Make sure you sign up for this text notification, DSD Live at 844-598-0012, so that that way, whenever I go live and I bang on my microphone and make all kinds of noise, you will be able to jump on the live stream. On that, I do want to thank the channel members. Oh, no, it's not scrolling. Darn the luck. My system failed me. All right. The channel members would have been scrolling, except I did something wrong. So thank you so much for everyone who goes down and hits the subscribe, or not the subscribe button, but the, the join button and uh, becomes a channel member. Uh, when you do that, make sure that you go over to the Discord, the DSD Discord. You can find the link in the video description and on the main page. Uh, when you connect YouTube to it, it gives you permissions to a, a special private member only area like i mentioned earlier i share more personal things that are going on in my life in the member only area uh and uh yeah on that guys take care of yourself thanks everybody calling in don't let the anger grab you don't let it drag you into their vortex of chaos on that i'll chat with you on the next one